The following podcast is a She Did It and SydneyNanberg.com production. Welcome back to the She Did It podcast. My name is Sydney Nanberg, and I am the creator and founder of She Did It and SydneyNanberg.com, your self care and wellness resource with a twist, of course. My intention is to share valuable information, tips, and tricks to help you live a fulfilling life. I want you to come here looking for inspiration and leave with the tools you need to take on whatever it is you are going after. Thank you all so much again for tuning in. If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button and never miss an episode. Guys, this is all free and valuable content coming your way two times a week. I'd also love your feedback, so please go ahead and leave a review if you are finding these episodes helpful. So today I'm talking about negative self-talk, and I'm sure we've all been there at one point in our lives. And how to silence your inner asshole because that inner asshole is a false reality that is stopping you from achieving your dreams. So do you want to learn how to quiet your negative self-talk to live a more fulfilling life and actually get what you deserve? Because if so, then let's dive in. All right, guys, it's Sydney. Welcome back to the She Did It podcast. We are talking about negative self-talk, how to overcome it, how to silence our inner asshole. I feel like at some point in our lives, we've all had that negative voice in the back of our mind that just like, it's totally biased and wrong and just doesn't help us to get further in life. And if you don't get rid of that or learn how to cope with that, then you're just not going to get what you deserve. So I'm here to help you with that because I've dealt with it in my life. And, um, you know, we all, you know, nothing's ever perfect. I still have days where I deal with it, but I want to share my story of how my negative self-talk began, the root of the negative self-talk and how I overcame it and how you can overcome it as well. And I apologize. I am getting text messages left and right for some reason at 5 a.m. But Let's dive in. So the root of negative self-talk and how it kind of begins. So for me at 12 years old, I started hearing the words, you're fat. And to be honest, I never really thought that I was fat until those words started coming to me on a consistent basis. And after a while, you honestly begin to believe it. And that's what leads to toxicity and negative self-talk, right? So it was easy to start comparing my body to my peers and I started to think that I was a bit heavier than them and maybe I was a little bit at the time because you know we're all growing. I was like I said like 12 years old or something and body image is really where it started. So and I also feel like a lot of women deal with this and this is a topic we need to talk about but we'll save that for another day. I have some blog posts on it and some other podcasts coming up about it. That's just a side note but anyways that's where it started for me. So I personally decided to become a vegetarian because I thought that it would help me to lose weight. I told my parents it's because I saw a, and mom, I apologize for this if you're listening, Uh, I saw a video where they were abusing animals. This is what I told my parents, and so I was no longer eating meat. One, I did see that video, yes. Two, I love animals. If you know me, all I talk about are animals. I'm like obsessed, Uh, but the real reason I became a vegetarian was because I thought it would help me to lose weight, and when it didn't, What I started doing was like chewing food and spitting it out. After that didn't help me lose weight, I started counting my calories and starving myself and then I would overeat which led to more negative self-talk and the bullying just got worse in school and I started getting called 
ugly, stupid, told that I'm an airhead, I was laughed at, and I really became painfully shy and I was afraid to talk because obviously like to other people I wasn't good enough or there was something wrong with me, right? And I developed such severe anxiety and depression that it led to an eating disorder and negative self-talk. And I just hated myself for absolutely no reason just because of what I heard at school at such a young age. And there was actually a event it was I it was a bat mitzvah actually that I was at when I was in so seventh grade or something or eight whatever eighth grade I don't know what it was whatever year it was and we went to it I went with my friends you know everybody in my area where I grew up we all went like every weekend there was always another bar bat mitzvah and this was right before our school trip to Washington DC and the girls that I was supposed to room with came up to me And they told me that there wasn't room for me in the hotel room and that I could sleep in the bathtub if I wanted. And, you know, it's a real real nice way to make someone feel comfortable. I wasn't really friends with these people. They kind of put people together. You didn't room with your friends. Uh, I didn't end up going on the trip, obviously. I left. I called my mom. I left the bar about mitzvah, whatever it was, crying. And no matter what coping mechanism I tried, nothing worked. And every day became more and more difficult. I just remember feeling like I was falling into a black hole. And this is where my negative self-talk began. So fortunately, I had caring and loving a caring and loving family that tried their best to help. They took me to therapy. I was on antidepressants, anti-anxiety medication. Nothing seemed to work, you know, because, you know, I'm all, I will support whatever works for someone. If something works for you, that's great. I have zero judgments. For me, it was kind of like a band-aid because I had deeper rooted issues. So medication wasn't going to fix it, you know? You know, my inner voice was just telling me how stupid I was, that I was disgustingly ugly and fat and no one likes me and no one loves me. And that was my daily mantra. The interesting thing is that I never saw myself as a victim through all of this bullying. And my mantra never included, I'll never be anything because I have always hated that victim mentality. Yet I suffered with negative self-talk because I wanted to be better. And that's a story for another day. Like I always knew that in my gut, like there was something more for me. And this is why I feel like I'm meant to do what I'm doing because I just felt like, okay, you know what? These people want to bully me. It's it's obviously affecting me and causing problems. But one day things are going to change. And that was my, like little Sydney, that was my mentality. Somewhere in the back of my mind, I had that strength. And after many years of this, I finally had my aha moment at 19 years old at the University of Arizona. So I was a sophomore. I was just sick and tired of hating myself. I was sick and tired of feeling like absolute shit every day. And I knew that my reasoning was invalid because it came from within. So from what I chose to tell myself and learn behavior, poor habits, right? So this is how to shift your thought process and this is what I did. So I hope you guys have some notes ready or like a pen and paper or like notes app in your phone, whatever. Ask yourself if you're you're dealing with negative self-talk or if you want to make a change in your life, ask yourself if you could do anything right now, what would it be? Because that was my first step and I read about this exercise somewhere online because I was desperate to make a change and I just wasn't happy and my gut feeling knew that my path needed to change despite what everyone else was doing you know everyone else my age was in school and it was time to put myself first and my own mental health to live a happy life so my answer was to move to Miami Beach I left college and pursued my purpose. It was that exact moment that I decided decided to start really loving myself and take control over my life. I'm not really 
I'm kind of, sh I'm not sure what led to that aha moment, but it happened and I'm grateful. I kind of know what happened, but like that's a whole story. I'll just like briefly let you in. My, I went on Birthright, which is a trip if you're Jewish, it's like a free trip to Israel. I did not want to go because I was so scared. My parents forced me to go. They signed me up and then they made me stay like an extra week. It changed my life. I literally had like a tantrum before I like I did not want to go I was because I was so scared and like I had such bad social anxiety and it was with a group of people and it was like a lot right you know to be away for three weeks in a foreign country with all these people you don't know like that was so not my thing long story short I have tears in my eyes right now even thinking about it to this day and that was six years ago I it, it changed my entire life and that was my aha moment where I was like you know what I am capable of loving and being loved and, you know, this needs to come to an end. And um, that's when I really started this process. That was like my aha moment. So everybody has a different <laughs> a different aha moment, but that was mine. So anyways, I was super grateful for that. But there were other factors too besides that trip. It was just time. It was that time for me. And there are still moments where I doubt myself and struggle internally, but these tips that I'm about to share have been a game changer for me. So keep in mind, we'll, you know, you still might have bad days. There still might be days where you have that negative self-talk, but the idea is to have the right tools in place to kind of battle that and power through and grow from it. So how to silence your inner asshole. Are you guys ready? Number one, create new mantras. This is like the first step. So my mantras were so negative and detrimental to my mental health. We are constantly repeating to ourselves all day long, you know, all these thoughts that are going through our minds. And those negative thoughts that we are repeating can truly sink us and make us feel unworthy, sad, depressed, or anxious, right? We like this, that needs to stop. The first step to making this change is to rewire what you say to yourself. Create new positive messages that you tell yourself every morning when you wake up. You can use these throughout the day. I do before you go to sleep, before meetings and events. You know, battle your old thoughts and create new ones. Guys, this takes time. So, you know, replace old thoughts with like, I'm fat, stupid, ugly, whatever it is that you tell yourself. I'm just trying to relate and share my experience, but like you are enough. You are brave. You are strong. You are beautiful. You can do this. I am worthy. You need to be kinder to yourself. And I know that's probably a generic statement, but it starts with little shifts like that. Like it's the little, it's the little things that add up in the, and you know, the long, the long term. So something that really helped me with this process was a simple exercise that you can do every day because the truth is that these habits will not change overnight so don't expect it to happen overnight or in a week sometimes it can take months so number one thing that helped me was to start my day with meditation there are lots of ways to meditate and I meditate in a couple different ways um, what I like to do is sit somewhere comfortable rest my hands and feet on the ground take a few deep breaths and repeat my new mantras this totally helps me to set the intention for the day. And after I do that, I journal. I journal about what I'm feeling, a specific emotion. I work through it. Give yourself like 10 to 15 minutes every day to try this exercise. Make it a habit. And this will help you to recognize your emotions, slow down and be mindful so that you can actually make the change. And when you catch those old thoughts running through your mind, replace them. Be patient with yourself. This takes time and you've got this. I mean, this is really the first step. You're forming new and better habits. The second tip, 
I'm giving you guys five tips. So the second is to write yourself a love letter. And I've talked about this before. I've written about it and it's one of my favorite tools. So on a day where you are feeling happy, go ahead and write yourself a kind letter. Talk about what you love about yourself, what your dreams are, what you're going after in life, why you deserve to feel fulfilled. Kind of like, just like little reminders of things that you can even put in there, you know, things that you like to, like that help you when you get stuck. So remember, you're writing this on a day where you're feeling good. So it's like, it's going to be more positive and full of good energy. And talk about all of your amazing qualities, what you're grateful for. These are just examples. You can make it your own. Just whatever helps you. Like if you're having a really good day, you know when you're like, you know, I feel really good today. What do I wish I could tell myself on days when I don't feel so good? That's what I'm getting at. So yeah, write this however you'd like, but create an inspirational letter that you can read to your, read from yourself on a bad day. I mean, that's really the idea. Or on a day where you're just immersed in negative self-talk. I mean, when you're talking negatively to yourself, it's most likely not the best day of your life, right? And there's something truly special about opening a letter from yourself on just a crappy day from a day when things were looking great. It's just empowering. Number three, this is a little different too, because you know I'm all about a twist. Write yourself a letter in the voice of someone you love. So sometimes we can't take our own advice. Um... That's very common. It's easier for some people to hear it from the ones we truly trust who influence us the most and are there to support us. Out of, you know, the thousands of people in this world, I want you to ask yourself, who is that person for you? You know, pick that one person. Maybe it's your mom, dad, sibling, best friend, grandparent, someone who passed away, a friend. Write yourself a letter from their point of view in their voice, how they speak, write what they write what they would tell you. So like what do they want from you, for you, sorry. What do they want for you? What do they see in you? What is the advice that they give you? And whenever you feel that negative self-talk coming on, read that out loud as a reminder of who you are, what you are capable of, and that you are worthy. No matter how bad you might be feeling, it's always nice to hear these things about yourself from people that you trust and love. So number four, look for the positive in life and situations. Guys, I hope you're writing this stuff down or replay this episode because it's really valuable. It can be so easy to get caught up in the negative aspects of life, right? My boyfriend's mom actually came here from Spain when she was in her 20s. She didn't speak a word of English and she said that for the first few years she stayed home because she didn't know what to do. She moved here for my boyfriend's dad and she really struggled. She didn't speak English. And this caused her to strongly dislike Miami. It was hard for her to meet friends. She didn't know how to find a job and that didn't help her feel any better, right? And today she's fluent in English. She speaks beautifully and is in, in, she's a Spanish teacher at one of the best and most prestigious private schools in South Florida. She told me that it got to a point where she just knew she needed to do something different, right? Like what she was doing wasn't working. So she started learning English and she started getting out and literally saying to herself, those palm trees are beautiful. Look at how nice that neighborhood is. I really love the beach here. And she started pointing out the positive things every single day. It was like a mantra. And she began to see more positives to living in Miami. And it got her out of her head and helped her to find happiness in her current state. I found this to be absolutely inspiring. So I started doing the same. Number five, guys, stop mind reading. This is a quote from... um, someone's website that I found actually, but it's really not a quote. It's really just the definition. Mind reading is assuming we understand what other people are thinking without any real evidence. Have you guys ever experienced this? Because I know that I have. 
We assume we know exactly what is going on in someone else's head, but in a way that's biased based on our negative self-talk, right? This assumption is usually incorrect. And you know what they say about people who assume they make an ass of you and me. And the issue is that we tend to imagine that the negative, the negative, we tend to imagine the negative without even exploring other alternatives to the solution. So before we can even communicate, the story has already been developed in our minds. That is toxic. For example, your significant other was on the phone at dinner, so there must be something wrong with the relationship or he or she is cheating. What if he or she was responding to a work email or dealing with a lot of stress? Stop mind reading. When you catch yourself doing this, I want you to actually tell yourself in your head, stop. This is something that I learned a while back, but repeating the word stop in your head over and over will slow down your thoughts. Learn to communicate and never assume because you might be pleasantly surprised that your negative story is wrong. What I want you to take away from this is to practice awareness, practice mindfulness, learn to take a step back, shift the way that you talk to yourself and really focus on it. Focus on setting your intentions for the day, how you start the day. Acknowledge your feelings though, feel them and let them pass. The best thing that you can do is put an end to negative self-talk. The best thing to do to put an end to negative self-talk is to understand that it might still happen. But if you work at, if you work at new and positive habits every day, you will begin to see your life transform. That's just how it works. So I want to hear your feedback. I want to know what you guys think. I want to know if you found this valuable. Thank you all so much for tuning in to another She Did It episode. Um, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And if you found this episode valuable, please leave a review. I'd be so grateful. I'm grateful for all of you, for this community, um, for allowing me to do what I love to do. I just love to share the lessons that I've learned. And I look forward to sharing more insight with you. So thank you so much again, and I will see you guys next time. Bye everyone.